What's good everybody, this is Silas from silasbeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. This is episode 161 and in it I want to talk about um, dreams. Um, sorry, like I, I don't have my, my, my normal earphones in so I'm going to be a little bit louder than usual just so that you can hear every little thing that I'm saying. If I'm overly loud, then just turn the volume down. It's literally just for this episode. I have no idea where I place them. So, yeah, for the time being, it honestly looks like I am, I've got a mic um, attached to my body. Yeah, by my face. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about dreams um, and being sold dreams, actually. Over the past few days, um, I've been coming into contact with a lot of people that are asking about things that either don't apply to them yet or shouldn't apply to them at all um, also I've had people telling me things that don't apply to me at all so I think let me start with that and then I'll get into the things that people um, think apply to them but don't really apply to them so the first thing this one guy said to me was like um, I've got a proposition for you after I gave him my prices that is I, he asked me for my prices and he's like I know I've got a better idea. I've got a proposition for you. I'll tell you about it when I come to your studio. And I was like, oh gosh, here we go again. He's either going to offer me, you know, he's going to offer me something that I that he thinks that I need. In my experience, what happens is when people don't want to pay or people are like, you know what, I can get a better deal. People will tell me, um, you know what, let me give you royalties and then we'll call it a day. I think that'll be fair if I give you royalties. And like in the beginning, I when I first started out, I didn't really know what that meant. I just figured that it meant it was just another way of getting paid, right? Now I understand that as a music producer, I'm entitled to royalties. As a music producer, don't let anybody tell you that no, I'm just gonna I'll give you royalties and yeah, well then we'll call it a day. Because what they do, they're basically giving you what's already owed to you. Imagine someone walks into your house, they pick up your couch, and they're like, "I'll sell, I'll sell you this for, for, for whatever the price is." You can't sell me something that's already mine or is already entitled to me. Um, also, yeah, it's it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. So that's the first offer that I get usually. Another offer is someone will say to me. Hey, dude, don't I get a discount? And I'm like, why Why would you get a disc? I don't know you, firstly. We've never worked together. In terms of business, if you're not going to respect the... the there's a reason I've priced the things the way I've priced them. If it's too expensive for you, make a, either A, make a plan, or B, go find someone else. Because, unfortunately... Um, Unfortunately, you know, as music producers, especially as one starting out, we get a little bit desperate. So when people come through and they say, hey, I've only got such and such a price, and it's literally like a tenth of what you've charged. As music producers, we're like, oh, okay, well, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get a better deal anywhere else. And then we end up going for it. Whereas what we should be doing is have, a, have, have an upper limit. Well, don't have an upper limit. Have a lower limit to say, if you're charging 1.2 um, for beat um, have a lower limit to say cool if someone comes through with 800 rand I'll still accept it but nothing below that I have that now where if someone comes through 
and they say, hey man, uh, you know, I've only got, you know, let me come work, get the work done, and then after that, um, I'll pay you afterwards. I'm like, what, what, the, what does that mean? It's like saying, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to the shop, get the soap, go home, start using the soap, and then I'll come back to the shop and pay it, pay for it later. It's, it's, it's terrible business. Um, I can't handle when people. I don't mind if someone asks me for a discount because from time to time I'll say, if I like within reason, obviously, if someone comes to me and they want to buy one product, they literally want one thing, one item off the menu, and they're asking me for a discount. What, what is driving me to give them a discount? I can't give a discount for the sake of giving a discount just because I need business. That's not how it works. Otherwise, I'm going to go out of business really quickly. I'll start selling beads for 200 Rand. And obviously, everyone else will be happy. And then I'll be sad. It's just one of those things. So that was that's the one thing. Um, that's another thing people offer me. What else do people offer me? Someone offered me... Um, what did they offer me? They offered me... Ah, oh, that was the other thing they they offered me fame. They said, I'll bring you clients. And I thought, oh, okay, this is nice. Um, obviously, everybody wants everybody wants extra work. So I'm keen, like, you know, if you're going to bring me clients, for sure, let's do this. But what I did, obviously, I had to go do my research. I went through and I had a look at this person's, you know, their their online allure. I wanted to see what their social media was like. I wanted to see what kind of things they get up to so that I'm able to see whether or not um, I'm able to see whether or not I actually want to do work with this person. Turns out this person doesn't have any kind of of push. And everyone that they work, everyone that he works with is also in a situation where they're not necessarily looking or they're not they're not quoted to blowing up like they're not they're not about to explode in terms of what's happening in and it's easy to see to be honest it is quite easy to see in the same way that if if someone goes and they they ask for a um they ask for verification there's no need to do that because your your social media um platform already knows what type of work you've been doing, what's been going on, because they look at trends. In the same way, if I'm looking at your profile, I'm looking at trends. I want to see, are people in interacting with your stuff? Is stuff actually happening? So I'm easy, easy, I easily gauge to say, you know what, this person is, is full of hot air. They're not really going to offer me anything. Screw that. You know, let's, let's end this conversation here, right? People will be like, yeah, no, I'll make you famous, or I'll, um, we'll manage to get you some sort of a record deal. And I, I say to all of these things why would I want that why why would I want that someone told me attach yourself to me because I'm about to get a record deal and then what will happen is that we'll both eat he's they've he's missed out a lot of information there there's a lot of misinformation out there and he's basically tried to sell me a dream to say that if I basically attach myself to him and give him free beats and free production that my situation will improve Right. First off, again, I went to go and have a look at the, the, the social media presence. And for an artist, an artist's social media presence should usually should usually be above mine. I'm, I produce music. I'm not so much in the public eye like they are. And unfortunately, their social media... And I know I usually gauge off social media, but for me, at the time being, if I don't have your music, that's just the easiest way for me to tell whether or not you're about to pop. 
um, or whether you you have popped or something is actually going on. And you know, you might have that one track here or there, but I've seen many people go up and come right back down. And one track, sorry, one track is not enough for me. For someone to say, have a look at this YouTube video. It got a thousand views. Uh, don't you want to work with me? That doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't help me. I, that doesn't, it's not attractive for me. Um, some people do get sold by that, but one by one, every single day when a new producer hits me up, um, that's what I'm telling them. I'm telling them, they would say to me, how do I sell beats? I say to them, the first thing is value your craft. That's the first thing you need to do. You need to know how much your work is worth. Because if you don't, you're going to end up selling yourself super, super short, getting very upset and leaving the industry. And this is what's happening to a lot of music producers. They quit. They leave. They get bitter. I don't know. You probably met a bitter producer before. I was bitter. I have bitter moments. But we get bitter because people are looking to cut corners when it comes to costs. Because that's that's it. I've had um, I had an artist, very nice dude, come up to me. We I think we started doing a little bit of work, and then what happened was, when it came to negotiating, um, and it shouldn't even be a negotiation. We were negotiating royalties. Imagine, and he, we had done maybe four or five tracks together. And he's like, dude, is it okay if I give you twenty five percent? Because you know I want to take the seventy five percent because I feel like I've spent a lot more on this project than you have. And I'm thinking to myself, what are you saying? Like, no, I had to pay for studio time with you. I had to pay for beats. I had to pay for videos. I had to pay for video shoots, um, photo shoots. I had to pay for PR. I'm like, that is of your concern. I had to pay for my studio. I have to pay for upgrades. When people come through and there's, there's refreshments around, I have to pay for those. You know, it's my space. It's my time as well. You know, there's, it's... Um, it's it's reciprocal there's there's stuff happening on your side but equally so there's stuff happening on my side and in no way can someone tell me that what i'm doing is not as worth as much as what they do that's why if a photographer comes up to me people always undervalue photographers and i feel very very upset for them because photographers people think ah oh, you know a photographer is just a runner boy he he's literally there just to um just to take pictures and that's his game that's it that's his or her game to just run around and take pictures regardless of what's required regardless of what's necessary it's that's just how it is and they must accept it and i hate that mentality because i know how much work goes into photography well i don't really know how much work i've seen photographers work and i can see there's skills there's a lot of skills involved in doing all of that and it shouldn't be a case of like I see it in the in the health industry now. I'm, I'm I'm moving off topic slightly, but I see it in the health industry where you have doctors and they are they are self-proclaimed proclaimed top of the hierarchy. That's what happens. And once in a while you'll find a doctor who knows that that's not the truth. Because in all honesty, you've got people all over the place, all pulling at the same goal, trying to reach the same endpoint. Nurses physios, occupational therapists, dietitians, psychologists. You got all kinds of people. You got even the porters and the, you know, even people who are just ferrying patients around, the cleaners. They're all very 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 important to making a hospital run or making a clinic run. But unfortunately, what happens is there's certain people that are in the limelight. It's your surgeons, your doctors. Those are the people that end up being the ones who are at the top of the hierarchy and they if they're, if, if they're not careful, what ends up happening is that they start pushing people around. 
and for me, that's when I start losing respect for people, when they start pushing people around. Um, I had a friend who did that to me. They were um, a doctor, or they are a doctor, and they, um, they said to me, you know what, the hierarchy should be, regardless of what the physio wants, because I'm a physio, I said, regardless of what the physio wants, the doctor's orders are the doctor's orders. That for me, that pissed me off beyond pissing off because many times I've had to sweep up after a doctor. A doctor's missed a fracture, a whole broken bone. Imagine, they've missed fractures, they've missed all kinds of things and giving the excuse of, you know, you know we might have been tired, they might have been tired or whatever, I don't care. I did that, right? Therefore, I feel as though I have precedence to be able to say you know what screw what you're saying and I do it all the time I do it all the time people doctors come through and um, there's this there's a particular condition there's a particular condition in um, in chest physiotherapy where you're not supposed to treat you not I am not supposed to touch the patient because what will end up happening is I'll mess up their chest they'll get even more of a chest condition and they'll probably end up dying right now, in this situation, physiotherapy is not indicated. The doctor comes through and they're like, please, give physiotherapy. I walk in there, everything is textbook case. I look and I'm like, no, I'm not going to treat this patient because of X, Y, Z. Then the doctor keeps quiet. There's nothing said after that. The doctor's like, oh, wait, hold on. This guy's right, you know, kind of thing. So it, it should never be a case where one person's looking, looking at the other person and thinking, you know, what, I'm better than you. An artist should never feel like they're better than a producer. In the same way, a producer who's gotten a little bit of shine, a little bit of fame, should never feel like they are better than another producer or another artist. It's one of those situations where everybody's required and there shouldn't be this, this hierarchy that there is. Um, it's easier said than done. I've seen it happen in so many situations and you know it's, it's not something that's going to go away anytime soon. So people stay feeding me dreams. People stay saying things like, dude, I'll give you royalties. I'll do all of these things for you. Um, let's work together and I'm like no this is not how it works so that guy that I said uh, that I spoke about at the beginning of this podcast I, I gave him all of these things I was like okay let me guess you're either gonna offer me royalties you're gonna offer me um, uh, what was it you're gonna offer me royalties you're gonna offer me fame or you're gonna offer me a situation that's gonna be really really nice for me but really isn't lucrative at all they're like, no, no, that's not it. And, you know, you try to feed me stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll give you an hour of my time. Don't be late. You know, just come through. Let's talk about it. I'll give you that hour. You spit your case. Let me hear it. We take it from there. The guy didn't pitch. So, <laughs> like, for me, that, that they already just said, you know what, this guy's full of hot air again. And I'm done. I can't be in that situation because it's just going to waste my time. I'm wasting precious hours on situations that aren't going to bring me anything. It's the same, another dream that gets sold, and I always go back to it, is the record label dream. When people see things, when people read about other people's success, like famous people's success, there's always a record label involved at some point, right? So we tend to put one and one together and we're like, hey, but this record thing, this record label thing is quite important, right? Now, as with anything in the world, you need to figure out why you need it. If you go to the doctor, you need to figure out why you're going to the doctor. You don't go to the doctor, obviously, you, know, you don't go to the doctor just for the sake of going to the doctor, unless you're going for a checkup, in which case you're going for the sake of maintaining your health. If you're ill, you've got a sniffle, you probably won't go to the doctor unless you see something and you're like, whoa, hold on, I need to be careful. 
that's when you're going to go to the doctor. There's a reason why you go to the doctor. There's a reason why you want a record deal. And it's usually one of two things. Either you want someone to represent your music or two, um, yeah, you want someone to represent your music and basically um, help you, whether it be financially, um, you know, or, you know, basically institutionalize your music or to be a custodian of your music. They basically, you want them to become a representative of yours, right? That's the reason. Or the other reason is you don't have the connections you feel you should have to make it in the music industry. And that is why you, um, you need for them to, uh, basically hook you up with either hook you up with the connections or make those connections for you it's one of, it's either or of those two situations there's no other reason why you'd go into a record deal now in theory they're supposed to do that but when you start bringing in things like um having a uh what's this having a whole roster of artists then you need to be very careful because you can quickly find yourself at the bottom of that roster very very quickly and I've had many friends who have found themselves at the bottom of a record label roster um, even if it's three artists I've seen it three artists they find themselves at the bottom they're not getting any of the funding because they aren't the, the big thing at the moment so they don't get any of the funding for any of the videos they don't get any of the PR it's the same with this whole ambitious thing the guys at the bottom the guys who weren't getting all the attention whether it be because of skill or because of just the sake of money wasn't pumped in initially or something just didn't work out for them they were the ones that complained the most forget forget you may have felt that certain people ambitious were better than other people certain people would complain more because they didn't get what they felt they deserved whereas other people were getting what they felt that they might not have deserved right so in the case of a record deal what are you trying to achieve if I if you're telling me that you just want money Go take out a loan. Go to your nearest bank and take out a loan. The interest rates will be crazy, but it'll be a lot better and a lot more transparent than what you're going to be getting at a record deal. Firstly, record deals dressed up very, very nicely. They'll tell you this, they'll tell you that, we'll get you this, we'll finish that, we'll do that thing for you. And they'll try to do all those things. They're not actually going to get them done. They'll try to get those things done for you. It's the same when people are trying to hook up PR. They're like, oh, you know what? Get this PR deal. It's um, 20,000 Rand. And you're thinking to yourself, 20K, okay, cool. 20K, I'm sure something is going to pop off. But I sat down with a PR person. And I said to them, 20K, what are you going to get me? They're like, we're going to do this, 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 we're going to do this. And I said, okay, cool, you're going to do all these things, but what are your connections in the hip-hop music industry? This person said, mm, okay, I know this person, I know that person, but kind of just ended there. And I was like, okay, cool. So you're going to finish all of those things and you've got less contacts than I do. Let me rather just do that stuff myself. Because I at least have the wherewithal to know who's going to help me in the hip-hop industry, firstly. And I just figure I know how to, I know how to, um, I'll know how to navigate it better. Because I understand the industry a lot better than you do, right? Not to get anybody wrong. Some people actually do, um, they, they, some PR people are really good. I know of a couple of companies that are really good. Sure, they're very expensive, but they'll help you get your work done. Um, uh, so, 
yeah, you've got you've got people that will do things. You've got record labels that will actually get the work done. They'll help you out. But unfortunately, unfortunately, sometimes, actually, I'll say a lot of the time, you, what you're getting is a whole lot of hot air from people, and they're just telling you things either to keep you quiet because they need your they need your work or they need your talent and they're there just to you know you want to try and get the best deal you can and if you can't find a good deal do it yourself what's wrong with with you know getting up and doing stuff yourself and i've given artists a a hard time there's artists that i work for well work with but i work with in a sense that they don't pay for studio time we've kind of developed this kind of relationship but what i want in turn from them is that they make the diy push I will help them with beats. I will help them with studio time. But I have to see that that push is there. If I don't see that there's anything happening in terms of social, in terms of social media, in terms of doing anything, they not if they're not um, pulling their weight, I'm out. I'll, and I tell them straight from the beginning. I say, you know what? I can't, I can't do this. If you're not able to do this, you're not able to at least post once a day to social media to try and grow your following, you know, instead of waiting for someone to come and handle it for you. That's what people do. They wait. They're like, "Ah, you know what? Someone's going to end up doing that for me in any case. Why should I bother? That for me is already a turnoff. I'm already out. And I know a lot of record labels themselves will say, if there's nothing to work with here, what am I actually doing? What am I working with? There's nothing great for me here. Um, yeah, so don't be sold by that dream of record labels, of PR, things that you think that you can do yourself. You probably can do yourself, but for the, you know, for the most part, um, at least let it, let it be that way until you can manage to build up your team and then let your team slowly then take, um, let them slowly take responsibility for certain things. Obviously not everything, but let them slowly start to take responsibility for possibly booking shows or, uh, you know, working on social media, whatever the case might be. But let that be the case, you know, don't be the, don't sit there without trying to build up a team either, because that's also counterintuitive. You're just going to end up burning yourself up, burning yourself out without really getting anything done. Yeah, another unfortunate situation that does happen often. So, yeah, that's the case. Um, yeah, so in terms of having dreams sold to you, I have them sold to me every day, all the time. So I can tell you straight up exactly. I, I, I know, I, I know, I know what's available and what's on show there. And for the most part, I've tried everything at least once. I've tasted everything at least once. And for the most part, it's all, it all tastes like crap it all tastes like rotten eggs um so yeah don't be fooled stay vigilant and you know work hard because unfortunately without that hard work you know you're not just gonna end up with the best situation in the world it doesn't work that way you don't just stumble upon a great opportunity um unless you're prepared for it Cool. So if you want to send me an email, you can send one through to um, to business at sidelessbeats.info or you can head through to my website, which is www.sidelessbeats.info and you can um, 
send a message through there. My cell phone number is there if you need to get a hold of me. Just hit me up and we can keep the conversation going. Peace.